All they gotta do is play the 49ers every week and they should be good. Like I said, you can run you can run half of that. Yeah, but you know what? But you know what? You saw a different Mark Ingram running the ball. I didn't realize they made two forty eight. Yeah, because they played the the 49ers, man. These dudes are one step above the Browns. But it doesn't matter. I'm talking about just in that one player. When we're talking about the backfield, that is the hardest I've ever seen him run mm-hmm. since he's been a running back in the national football. Yeah. And what the Saints need is for that to be his identity. If he can hold on to that as his identity, um, I, I think we're looking at a, a team that may not win the division, but could possibly put themselves in a position to be a wild card. That's not something I don't think anybody would Drew Brees is, is amazing. He's amazing. I love the and I and I buried him two years ago, and and he's proven me wrong. And I, I tell you one thing: that boy Brandon Cooks, they, they got to make sure he gets the ball five times a game. He, he, he's in that same boat as the um, Darren Sproles with the mini legs. Yeah, yeah. But but the mini legs be moving, boy. Yeah. When he gets that ball, ain't no uh, coming back. Once he gets the ball in open field, it, it, ain't no point in chasing him down because you're not catching him. Tennessee at um, San Diego. These guys just kept going back and forth. Um, Mariota, again, like I said, for some reason, I just feel like his turnovers always seem to be at the worst time. It just, it just always seems that way. Uh, Melvin Gordon, what a, what a, what a difference a year makes, right? Last year, all the talk was, can you believe that people thought? Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon, there was a debate about which one. Like, they looked like they were on two completely different planets, you know what I mean? And the debate was, can you believe that they really thought that Melvin Gordon and Todd Gurley, there was a debate about which one of them should have been the first running back taken? And it sounded crazy last year. And then a year later, Melvin Gordon is 196. That might be about what Gurley has on the year. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Rush it. And, I mean, Melvin Gordon's problem, without the numbers in front of him, might have doubled up. What Todd Gurley has rushing on and, the season so and far, and sixty-five, you know, in the air, so he's yeah. And I think he has about he might be leading the NFL in touchdowns. Uh, he has a he has a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm happy to see because I like I like Melvin Gordon coming in, um, coming into the NFL, and I'm glad he's he's having. The, I'm not happy um, Gurley's having the year he's having. He's had nine touchdowns and he had yeah. zero last year. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy for the kid. Man. Yeah, now nah, de- and and again, none of that is probably Gurley's fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that that team is just just not going to happen over there. You know they're they're not giving him anything at all. But um, you know Tennessee, I don't know. I feel like San Diego, Philip Rivers is a veteran quarterback and, and he knows how to win games. Um, that's he made some hell of some hell play uh, throws down the stretch there. Yeah. I, I don't know what else. To, I don't really have much else to say about either one of those teams. Yeah, DJ. Let's, nah, let's hurry up and get through these before we can get Boogie out of here. Hurry up and get our predictions in. Oh yeah. Okay. Green, um, the Colts at Green Bay. Watched every single snap of this game. Two quarterbacks that I felt were in very similar predictions, and I think the game showed that actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Luck at the end of the game made. The two biggest players of the game and this type yeah. of stuff that don't show. Were you watching it when he that converted that third down yeah. after the guy had him sacked? Broke off the sack, broke off the sack, and, and found it. It doesn't show up in the box scores, but you know, it didn't. Uh, you know, there's two. Frank Gore runs in two rushes from mm. three yards out that easily could have been Andrew Luck mm. uh, touchdowns. Um, my message: I felt bad for both of these guys because I feel like these are two of the best quarterbacks in the league, and I just see a lack of guys getting open. And, yeah. and when they are getting open, both of them seen drop passes. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think both of those guys deserves better. That, that's all I can really uh, say about it. Aaron Rodgers called out his team afterwards and said that he just didn't see any urgency and anybody seemed like they cared, and which 
obviously one if a quarterback says that i don't think i've ever heard that before mm-hmm. uh, he didn't make it up you know and that team scored li- did literally nothing for three quarters and then within the last four minutes of the football game they were moving up and down the field like it's nothing right and you ask yourself like what the hell are you guys doing you the know, rest of the game you no know, that happens a lot yeah it does <laughs> it, it does but i mean i could see that you know it was night and day yeah. they got the moving but i feel like these are two great quarterbacks on two bad teams and I can't take either one of those teams serious. As long as you have Aaron Rodgers and as long as you're playing a Lambeau, you got a chance to win. But right about now, I don't think it's anything more than a chance to win. Right. I think uh, Cobb didn't play too late in this game. No, he didn't come in until like the third quarter, maybe yeah. even later than that. Yeah, he came in late in this game. I think that hurt Green Bay. Uh, you hit on the MG. These wide receivers from Green Bay are just not doing a good job of, of creating separation. Uh, when I look at this game, there's one position that I'm looking at, and I'm looking at the running back situation. You have Frank Gore in the behind um, Andrew Luck, and you had Ty Montgomery behind um, Aaron Rodgers. And when you talk about just from a comfort and, the, and, and just – Montgomery's a receiver. <laughs> right. Exactly my <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah. So in, in this game, when I'm looking at this game, I'm looking at the fact that you have Frank Gore, 19 for 60 yards. And, yeah, we could say those numbers aren't really that impressive when you look at what other guys do. But you have Frank Gore in your backfield. And I think that that was – you don't look at the yards, but you look at the fact that he's a guy that when you want to take some pressure off of your quarterback, you could turn around and hand him the ball, whereas Green Bay, they don't have that right now. No, not with Lacey out. They don't have anything. I mean, they're literally just they're literally just throwing anything. What they say, throwing it against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, you know they, what I mean? they're just out there freestyle. Yeah, and you know what? And you know what? Something that I, something that, that that we haven't talked about um, with the Green Bay Packers, their defense is injured. They mm. have a lot of guys that significant mm, corners that's, that's, right that's at some significant positions that are hurt right now. So, yeah, they, they I, again two of the best quarterbacks, and as long as you have them, you have a shot. But <laughs> I don't. I can't take either one of those teams serious. One of them is going to make the playoffs, maybe both of them. Mm-hmm. But I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think either one of them or either one of those teams are going anywhere. The Broncos at Oakland, the biggest game of the week, and we. You know, it was a. Sh- I said it was a show me game. Yeah. And they showed me. So yeah, I, I'll be a man of my word and say I, it, for the first time since 2002 or whatever that may be. I think the Raiders actually probably are a good team and probably are mm-hmm. headed in the right direction and are to be taken serious. I, I again, can't say it enough. I, I think John Elway really underestimated the quarterback position and really thought that it was just sweet that you could just throw anybody back there and, mm-hmm. and the defense would, would dominate it. And that's, that doesn't seem to be the case at all. And I told you last week and the week before that, I feel like if you can get 14 points up on the Broncos, I like your chances to winning because I don't think they're built to play from behind. Yeah, I agree. Simeon, Simeon didn't look good at all. He, he It was pretty painful. They, they, <laughs> right. they, 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 they couldn't run. And we still had 283 and two touchdowns and interception, but it looked bad. Watching it looked bad. They couldn't run the ball at all. Um, Derek Carr didn't have a great game, but they ran the ball so well. And now I'm hearing about this offensive line they have over there is – yeah, that's you what know, they're saying. They're saying that you know those dudes over there is no joke. We, we everybody talks about Dallas offensive yeah. line. They ran for two hundred eighteen yards. You know it's hard to beat a team. When you Denver for, and they ran yeah. out on Denver. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like I said, it's hard to beat a team when they running for that many yards. Um, Oakland, Oakland looks good, man, defensively and offensively. 
I think Dem Denver's thing is the defense is elite. It is what it was supposed to be. They do have one or two players injured, and they just kept moving. And, you know, it's starting to catch up to them. But the thing is, at the end of the day, at running back, they pretty much just got guys. Those are just mm – -hmm. those are literally just guys. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the guy Dibs, I uh, believe they were saying, was on the practice – who actually looked the better of the two. But he was on the practice squad all of last year and up until, I think, last week. I think that was his first uh, NFL game. Devon, uh, Booker, I mean, those are just guys, really. So you got guys at running back and you got guys at quarterback. Right. They got two very good receivers. Yeah. doesn't really matter when there's nobody throwing it. And like Lamont says, there's nobody behind you. Yeah, and I said Latavius Mary. And, um, Tripping. He gets three touchdowns. Go know. ahead, Book. You got anything to say? I'm, I'm just happy for the Raiders fans, man. And and to see that the, that the Raiders are actually looking like a legitimate threat again. Yeah. You know, this isn't no, this isn't a, okay, well, it's just, you know, we're halfway through the season. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're halfway through the season. Seven and two. And these guys are leading the AFC West. And they're doing it in, in, in an impressive, in, in an impressive, an impressive way. With homegrown talent. With homegrown With drafted talent. players. With drafted players. They're doing things the right way. And once again, I think one of you all just hit on it. As a team, 43 rushes. For 218. 218. You're looking at 5.1 yards a, uh, a run. And, and when you can offer a quarterback that all season long has been lighting up pretty much every defense that he's faced, when mm -hmm. you add in that run game along with the defensive additions that the Raiders made this mm -hmm. year, you're talking about a, a pretty tough team. The one thing, this is one thing that concerns me about, about the Raiders. Yeah, you, may, you may be, because you know how much I love this guy. Sebastian Janikowski has to start hitting his field goals if they're going to be a legitimate a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Yeah. He he was out there in the one game. He missed back-to-back 50-yarders. And yeah. I'm like, and neither one of them was even close. Not even close. Three for four. Yeah, that's the game before he missed the back-to-back, -back and that's, uh, you know. No, nah, I'm with you. And I, and, and, I mean, he's been around for – I mean, he was in your draft. No, he was drafted. You no, he was in my draft. He was in, yeah. yeah. He got I mean, the same draft. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, guy's been around for forever. But well, he definitely has to make his field goals. What's unfortunate is, you know, I know you've been happy for the Raiders fans. Is Vegas might get to reap the rewards of the success of the growth of this team. I, I always said, and, I, you know, it might not even sound right, and I used to tell Black this all the time, and anybody who will listen to me, don't, I won't believe in the Raiders. Until Al Davis is gone, and he's gone, and you know now things are better. But I just as long to move. And I, I wouldn't believe that that the way he was running the team, I I just don't see that because this is he, he would they did what he would never allow, which is build a team through the draft. <coughs> you know, it wasn't just grab the best receiver, grab the best you know guy, you know, past their prime or whatever the case may be. They building all those guys are drafted there. Okay, um, Buffalo at Seattle. Interesting game here, man. I think Buffalo um, got cheated real bad in this one. They did. At one point in the game, uh, you know, I was watching that work, so we don't have the sound, and I don't even know what they were talking about. But they freeze frame it, and in the backfield for Buffalo, it's Tyrod Taylor. To the left of him is Reggie Bush, and to the right of him is Shady McCoy. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I, said, I don't even know what the hell they were talking about out there. Yeah. I just saw the names and I saw the formation, and I'm like, that's a lot of speed and a lot of elusiveness out there. And you can say what you want about Reggie Bush and how old he is. Reggie Bush in the open field is a problem. 
McCoy in the open field is a problem. It's unbelievable. So you put the two of them on one side, yeah. and Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback in the middle. That's yeah. a lot of different things you can do there, man. A yeah. lot of different things you can do. Yeah, and and um, um, a friend of mine he was talking about he was talking about Seattle defense, and I guess how you know Buffalo scored early, you know, two times early. He's like, man, Seattle's defense isn't like it used to be. I'm like, when you got a guy and, and Tyrod Taylor played great. When you when you getting pressure on a guy, he gets away from that pressure. Guys are open down the field. That's not a bad defensive call. That's just him being athletic. You can't. Nobody he, can guard anybody for. Yeah, they yeah, don't. Yeah, you you can't. He was just out there making plays with his feet. I mean, the defense looked good, and they still without they without Bennett and without Chancellor. I'm, I still I think Seattle's gonna gonna make some noise. Um, Russell Wilson had his best game of the year. I don't yeah. know if it statistically was the best game of the year, but yeah. it was the best game that I that I've seen Most this year. Game. Yeah, yeah, and and he and he looked like he was moving around. Yeah. Still only. 10 yards rushing. He literally has no rushing yards on the season, but still he was moving around. What the hell? They ran the ball 12 times. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and Jimmy and Jimmy Graham, man. Woo! That was the Jimmy Graham we saw in New Orleans. Man. And, Two spectacular catches. And and Skip Skip Bellis tweeted something that that I agree with. He Didn't said even know he was still alive. He said that um he said that Jimmy Graham because they was talking about the catch with with um Dez Brown, you know, he was complaining, and, you know, he didn't him and, him and Skip went back and forth. He was complaining about, you know, not getting the ball that much. And remember the pass that – Hold on, I'm – Dez Bryant. Dez Bryant. There was a pass during the, during the game against Cleveland. They threw they threw Dez a pass. Hayden had one of his hands. Yeah, right, okay. He missed Got you. it. Right, 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 right. They right, didn't call you. the okay, pass okay. at the first, which it mm-hmm. was. Right, right, right. Both of Jimmy Graham's touchdowns, they had his <laughs> other hand. Oh, yeah, no. He caught it one hand, and Skip was just like, man, that's the catch – I wanted to see Dez Bryant make last night, and Jimmy Graham did it twice. But that's what you pay them guys to do. That's your tight end, man. That was two. Those are two. Spe- I mean, catches. those are two. And and the other day, I saw a guy drop a pass, which was the same play that um, Odell Beckham made. The one hand falling out of bounds, yeah. and it hit him. And I said, I mean, it's been done. Doesn't yeah. mean doesn't mean that you can expect it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's you know that's a hell of a catch to me. Yeah. Those catches that Jimmy Graham made yesterday, both of them. I Both mean, of them. He phenomenal. didn't do it. He did it once. Skip tweeted. Then he came and did it again. And and you know, make, the guy definitely had his whole entire arm. He was holding his arm, his other arm. Absolutely. And, and he caught it. Absolutely. Big, big place in Jimmy Graham. I'm, I'm happy to see that from him because we didn't see the same Jimmy when, when he went there. We saw the question to move. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he should have stayed with Drew, and and that was good for him. But Buffalo, they ran the ball great. 162 yards rushing, 263 in the air. And they still and they they really got this game took it from them from from the referees really. I thought Seattle played good, but Buffalo could have could have easily won this game. They definitely can. It's unfortunate. Um, I just just the possibilities that the Buffalo Bills have with Taylor, Bush, and McCoy. I think MG, you just hit on that. Man, that is some that that's that's some firepower that has potential to be and very. They don't, they don't use they don't use it a lot. They don't and use Bush a lot. And, and Percy Harvin they just picked up. And they're missing the boy, um, Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Yeah. And they're missing Sammy Watkins. Uh, here's what when you look at McCoy and you look at um, Bush, Bush and Taylor being in the backfield. Um, first thing I think about is what Cam had with with Stewart. When he had the two-headed monster mm-hmm. in those back in that backfield, mm-hmm. when you have two backs in your backfield, all right, one of those guys has to be a banger. Mm-hmm. He has to be a guy that's going to be a threat hitting the ball in between the tackles. And right now, neither one of those guys are really that that threat 
to to hit between the tackles. Mm-hmm. So now what you're able to do is you're able to play, okay, well, what can they beat us with? They're going to go swing passes, flats, angle routes, and they're going to do screens, and you have to watch the dump off. So it kind of makes it a little easier as a defensive coordinator to kind of keep those guys contained because there's only so much that they can do. Mm-hmm. If one of those guys really just, just make up his mind that he's going to bite down on his mouthpiece and, and be a dominant inside force, I think that that's a three-headed monster where, where, when you talk about what what Colin Kaepernick did out there in San Francisco when he had Jim Harbaugh. You have a quarterback who can both throw and run the ball, and he can also read defenses. If you can get back, get Watkins healthy, and I know at one point we were in the show, I think we were even talking about is, Re- is Rex Ryan going to even make mm-hmm. it through the season? Mm-hmm. Right, and then you know? ran off like four in a row. Then run off four in a row, you get mm-hmm. robbed in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Buffalo is just one of those teams that I don't think that they're going to make the, the playoffs. But I think that this is a team that we really should pay attention to the games that they're going to play because I think that they're going to have an effect. They're going to have an effect on the playoff picture because they're going to knock off somebody. And that's, their, that's, their that's best important. defensive player hasn't played all year. The, the Bills are better than because I was the one who said I didn't think uh, they were going to uh, Rex was going to make it through the season, and I'll take that back. And I think Rex has shown me enough. I don't know how he's going to finish up, but if he stays mm-hmm. with this. I don't even see why. I mean, I'm bringing him back next year because yeah. if he's doing this without Sammy Watkins, without his best offensive player and without his best defensive player, yeah. you know, yeah. it, 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 the, the Bills are a good team, and I agree with you, Lamont. Even if they don't make the playoffs, they yeah. certainly are going to affect the playoff picture. Yeah. After four in a row, come back, you got to go to an angry Patriots, and you got to go into Seattle. Yeah. You know, that's back on back-to-back weeks. Yeah. That, that's that's a hell of a lot. And the thing is, they didn't. I mean, they got blown out in New England because you knew that was going to happen. Yeah, we, but I mean, they they got robbed last night. They got robbed. They got robbed good. Like <laughs> the one before the half was unbelievable. They, they yeah. got robbed. They got robbed. All right. So that that was all the games you want to get into next week. Yeah, I know um, you got to get out of here, Lamont. So let's run through these predictions quick. Chicago at Tampa Bay. Did you ever get those not last week's a one? We ain't one here. <laughs> oh, was it that bad? No. Well, yeah, it wasn't that bad. You got a prediction from last time I was here. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> what was the uh, last week? Uh, ten and three for MG and oh. eight and five for DJ. Ooh, that's and you still don't got the season totals. Okay, last week I was twelve and one or something stupid. Ten and three, you know, boy, I'm about I to go to like, Vegas. I went like twelve and two. MG didn't want, didn't even want to do the yeah. daggone. Stats. A lot of these. Come on, I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start writing down my own predictions too. Oh boy, that's um, that's the problem. <laughs> it's on tape. Chicago at Tampa Bay, man. Let's get Boogie out of here. What's okay? The Thursday. Start with the third. Th- Thursday start? is Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore. Cleveland at Baltimore. You know what? I'm going to do it, fellas. You're tripping. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Ravens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore all across the board. Yeah, um, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago, there. Tampa Bay. Chicago. <clears throat> I'm going to go Tampa. Huh. Huh. Chicago didn't look bad that last time. Oh, I thought no. they could actually played well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going Tampa. I said Chicago. And, and be getting real lucky. Nah, because you, you keep – no. Let me get Tampa Bay, man. I'm not trying See, to... there you go. Y'all keep getting up with Tampa. Tampa's not a good football <laughs> I team. I think it's man. the first time all year I got it with Tampa. It's just because they Green Chicago. Bay at Tennessee. Green Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay because Aaron screened on them people. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota at Washington. I put a record. I want to be on record. I I don't think that Green Bay team is good. No, me neither. Like I I don't. Their their receiver is the running back, of course. <laughs> right. <laughs> absolutely. And their receivers can't get over. Yeah, nah, you nah, absolutely right. good. He's never even played running back. He said I always wanted to be a running He's back. He's wearing number eighty eight. Yeah, nah, yeah. absolutely. Minnesota at Washington. I'm going Washington. 
still sticking to my 11 and 6 prediction, although I may have to go, um, I'm sorry, 11 and 5. Um, I think I'm going to go 10, 10 wins now for the Redskins. But we didn't I, get a chance to talk about the Redskins and have you on. You got to come back next week. So we, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So we get your <coughs> thoughts because I know you actually uh, have been paying uh, close attention to the Redskins this year, and we have a, a huge uh, Redskins following who are dying to ask you questions. So make sure you come back next week okay. and talk about the Redskins. Um, Matt Jones has all but disappeared, and essentially looks like he's got his job taken away from him. Give me, give me, um, give me the Redskins. Minnesota has no offense, like yeah. none. <laughs> Yeah, Literally don't. none. They don't. They don't go in the office. And Xavier Rhodes has been he's that that over aggressiveness has been coming back to bite him. He's been getting surpassed some past They've been beat, they've been picking on him? Yeah. Oh passing interferences. Pass, no, pass no, he hasn't been really getting picked on. Just that just like you say, Norman holds somebody yeah. every every time. You know, he he does too. He's he's aggressive. Um Washington's Washington's a better team. They should win. Minnesota's lost a lot. Lost a lot of games in a row. You know Washington is missing a starting left tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, games. four games. Yeah, um, they coming off a bye, so I, I'll, I'll go with the Redskins. And at home, I really and at home. I really hope they lose, but I'm gonna go with them. Coming off a tie in to a bye. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. So they they need, they want to win. They still got that bad mouth. They a loss in Detroit, a tie in London, then a bye week. Yeah. They should be ready to win. Mm-hmm. Kansas City at Carolina. Be a good one. I'm 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 fueling the um Carolina plane back up, buddy. I'm 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 back on the bandwagon. Man, I was sitting here looking at this and I if this game was in playing. Kansas City, I would take Kansas City. Yeah. Um yeah. and we'd have no idea what's happening with the quarterback situation um out there in Kansas. Oh, the, the, I think our, or is Alex Smith gonna start? I don't know. Put it Alex way. Smith is starting. Alex Smith starting? Yeah. I'm gonna take Kansas City. It'd be Carolina. Yeah, Alex Smith started to take Kansas City. I wish this game was in Kansas City to make it an easier yeah, pick for me. I said Carolina, yeah. <coughs> no, I said, no, I said, to, back, up, uh, yeah, to, to, to get back on the bandwagon. Yeah, we're we moving. I'm not saying pack it up and leave it. I'm saying I'm, I'm getting back, gearing back up to Carolina. I got Kansas City. Um, I was still talking about it. I mean, I wish the game was in Kansas City. I, I would pick Kansas City at home. I still think Kansas City can win this game. But... I do think Carolina got to come away with one of these wins. Carolina got to get the yeah. stroke moving on the road, man. They 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 got to, but they don't they don't they not running the ball as good. They're not passing the ball that good. And Kansas City can defend. Best case scenario, Carolina can afford to lose two more games. And really, if you want a shot, one that five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, they they can't afford to be losing any more games. The damn sure can't afford to be losing them at home. Carolina does not play well against physical defenses, and Kansas City is one of the most physical defenses. And in the you know what? I feel like this week, this week, Cam's going to get what he's been crying for. He's going to get a few 15 yard penalties, probably two of them, which is going to, you know, get them in scoring position and keep times of the game. Let me, let me, let me go with Carolina. I, I really want to go with Kansas City. I'm going to pick Carolina though. I'm really, I'm okay. If I'm with you, if it was in Kansas City, yeah. but I. I just I don't know. Maybe just I can't believe that everything that happened last year is just gone. Like I mean, Carolina was so good and so dominant that I mean, and now we're talking about a home game. Right. And like I said, they already got five losses, man. Right. I, for them to have about, six losses before we even get to December, it's also about you know Kansas City too. Yeah. And we and we know how it is when 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 they're down with Cam when it's not working out for him, <laughs> puts his head down. Yeah, absolutely. 
Atlanta and Philly. Falcons. Falcons. Mm-hmm. Just feel like that them Carson Wentz training wheels are falling off. I just don't. The Falcons are rolling and the Eagles aren't. I ain't I ain't gonna say that Carson Carson Wentz training wheels are falling off. I just think Philly just don't have they don't have they don't have good receivers. They don't have good running backs. Yeah, he, uh, no, he the, the whole thing. Sorry, I think not to say that it's yeah, him, but I mean, though, I mean, because all the wins were his product. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was the hype. So I just mean the hype train is done. The Philadelphia hype train. It, he was the head of the Philadelphia hype train. So what yeah. I'm saying is the Philadelphia hype train is done. Yeah, I'm saying Atlanta. Yeah, I don't think that. Um, I think this is a situation where one team is bringing a knife to a gunfight. I don't. We, think we know that. Atlanta. We know they Atlanta can <laughs> lose. Atlanta can lose these kind of games. Mm-hmm. They can lose these and kind Philly of games. Philly can win these kind of games. Philly, I just don't think that Philly's defense can stop Atlanta's offense. Philly, Philly beat a healthy Steelers team, a good healthy Steelers team. They did, but remember that stat: Philadelphia hadn't won in Pittsburgh in yeah, three hundred right? years or something <laughs> no, like I that. that. I forgot about that. Weird, so that right? Was just <laughs> Alright, I'm. A, I mean, I like Atlanta, so I'm. A, I'm gonna go with them too. But I can. I can see this not going that way. Um, L.A. at um the New York Jets. I'm taking the Rams. I'm gonna take the Jets. That is a tough game to pick. Fitzpatrick for me, babe. I'll take the Rams just to just by you saying that guy's name. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the Rams. And that's why I took I the Rams. I could take Case Keenum. I'll yeah. take Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Fitzpatrick has been looking so <laughs> bad, man. I mean, I mean, we've seen guys throw interceptions. I, huh? Who? Fitzpatrick? No. Pride, baby. I mean, might be. Yeah, I've never seen somebody just throw so many interceptions in the end zone. That that, yeah. that is what I've never seen before. Yeah. Denver and New Orleans. Man. New Orleans, because I, I think that magic number is 14. Yeah. And I, it's hard to keep Drew Brees, Brees excuse me, below 21 points. Yeah. And I feel like it's hard for Denver to get above 21 points. Yeah. Right. And I, I need to know if Tlaib's playing. Because I didn't, I didn't know Tlaib wasn't playing against the Raiders. I didn't know that either. He's a big I feel like he's I, a difference maker. I don't know why I didn't know that either. He gets maker, turnovers, yeah. and he turns them into touchdowns. Like, he's a difference maker. Now he is. If if Denver could somehow get a fourteen to ten, but that would require them to hold New Orleans to ten points in New Orleans. Yeah, if I don't know if that happens or when that. I, I, you know, to hold New Orleans, they're in New Orleans too. Give me New Orleans. Do they lose two in a row? If Denver to plays, I take Denver. I don't think that Mark Ingram is going to have a back-to-back <laughs> game like he had. <laughs> but it wasn't just him. And if it's Hot one Tyler thing that yeah, – yeah, that's true. Team. But if it's one thing that we have to – that we can't – that we cannot ignore is the fact that Denver gets pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. And if they're able to get pressure on the quarterback, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm just not – I'm not buying into the whole Mark Ingram thing. I don't give a damn about Mark Ingram. Mine has nothing to do with Mark Ingram. Nah, I don't bet against Drew Brees. In New Orleans, I need I need to make some distance with you. So yeah, need, and, and you—that's what you've been doing by picking these wrong up. games. That's that's how you make the distance. Sometimes that's how I do it because it can go either way. It's a 50-50 chance. I'm not betting against you. I just been I'm, going against you. <laughs> been going I'm against you this year. I'm torn in this game because I want the Raiders to win. I either want the Raiders or the Chargers to win this division. Um, this ain't about what you want. I know. I know. Chargers. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. The Chargers definitely not winning it. I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna go to Saints. All right, I'll, I'll 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 take Denver. Oh, this next pick, yeah. Houston at Jacksonville. I'm taking Jacksonville. I don't even want to talk about this game. I'll pick Houston. 
Matter of fact, did you, yeah, yeah I was, this is going to be the one I was going to let you go, and then I'll pick the other <laughs> but one. But, but then I figure you're going to go, and I'm not picking the Jacksonville. So, so and, no. and Jacksonville, though. <clears throat> you can have it. Go ahead. Matter of fact, I'll let you have it, and I'll take the opposite. Everybody's Jacksonville win. Give me Houston. Man. I'll take Jacksonville. <laughs> I'll take Jacksonville. Got a BS that's been happening this year. Man. I'll take Jacksonville. Miami at San Diego. San Diego. I'm going to San Diego. Miami's bad. Yeah, and they're going across the country. Miami's bad. Yeah, and they but they've been running the ball so well. Lately. San Diego's better than four and five. They are. They've they've had like three games that they should have won. Whereas though, I mean, by that math, best like Miami's they four sh- and four. Yeah, because they play. They they found themselves in a lot of games with other bad teams. Yeah. The Jets. I think they played Jacksonville. They've been Steelers. they've just been Tampa. running the ball so well the last <laughs> three weeks. Yeah, no, that was the one dude is definitely. Mm. He made my man Aaron Foster retire. Yeah, yeah right. I, I'd love to take Aaron Foster right now. With, <laughs> right, absolutely. Oh, speaking of that, what do you guys? We didn't touch on North Turner quitting. Um, basically, in the middle of the week, he's not the problem. No, definitely not the problem. North North Turner can say what you want about him as a head coach, and there's a lot to say. Offensive genius. As an offensive coordinator, yeah. I mean, you play for him, yeah. boy. And it, offensive genius, yeah. I wasn't sure what, because from what they made it seem, and it could be complete BS, is that was just his doing. He just was like, man, all right, enough is enough. I'm out of here. I'm not taking this. Might be. Which is, which is, which would be weird that you would quit on your team. Because usually when that kind of stuff happens, you're forced out. Yeah. But they didn't, I haven't, I haven't heard anything that said that he was forced out. No, the head coach said that. They said they were surprised. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe North was just like, this is, I can't, can't work with this. <laughs> can't, can't win with can't, them. Like, I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> It's probably like the same Bradford kid is awful. I mean, usually something has to happen, like at home or something for you just to be like, you know, I can't do I'm a, just But it might be. I mean, that's the thing is nobody ever takes that into consideration. You hit the nail right on the head, DJ. Like, nobody ever thinks these people are human. Something might happen at home. We don't know what the hell happened in that man's personal life. Next game. Um, I take San, you, I'm going to take San Diego, by the way. Okay. So that was unanimous. Yeah. San Diego. Dallas at Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm rolling with Dallas, bro. I'm going to do it. I'm taking Steelers. I'm rolling with Dallas. I'm going the wheels fall Steelers. off. Dallas's weakness is a strength for the Steelers in this game, and that's the linebacker versus the running back matchup. Where? In the backfield? or meaning, I mean, uh, meaning out the you, backfield. Meaning, meaning you have to ask yourself if you're, if you're Dallas, do you have anybody in your secondary that you trust to check Antonio Brown one-on-one? No, oh, you flipped, you flipped the – okay, I was thinking no, no, the other no, way you around. Do not. Gotcha. So you're going to have to put two people on him. Then you're going to have yeah. – so basically what it's going to come down to is if you put pressure on Big Ben and you don't get him, it's going to be bombs over Baghdad mm-hmm. all day long. The, yeah. the key for the Dallas Cowboys in this game is – if Ezekiel Elliott doesn't get going, Pittsburgh's going to blow Dallas out. Yeah. And Claiborne having his best year. He's hurt, so can't put him on Antonio. Um, ben can't play like he did last week. Ben can't, can't play I like he did last week. And I, and I don't think I don't think he will. I wish I wish Pittsburgh got more pressure on the quarterback, but um coming off coming off the game they, they just had, I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go Pittsburgh too. So that's two Pittsburghs? Two Pittsburghs, one Dallas. One Dallas. And I feel bad about that too. But I'll, I'll, I'll stick I mean, with this it. this game, can Dallas can go out there and, and – Dallas is good. Pittsburgh's a good team, though. And the pick against but, Pittsburgh at home is, oh, is, But after what we just seen against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Dallas is good, man. Yeah, now they are. Yeah, it's, it's, <coughs> it's, it's hard to pick against Dallas right now. It is. 
But, but if, like if, we always say, they're not going to go 16-0. Yeah. And if there's one of the games you're going to lose at Pittsburgh, yeah. it's a good pick. Yeah. But I'll go with Dallas. I'll keep rocking with them. San Fran at Arizona. San Francisco. I mean, um, Arizona. I was about to say. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Seattle at New England. You already know where I'm going. Go. Put me down for the Pats. Yeah, Put they, me down for the Pats, too. Yeah, they ain't about to lose at home. I, I don't I I think you just New, New England If it was a roulette thing You put your money down On New England And you just leave it there For the whole thing <laughs> And mm-hmm. you will have more money At the end of the year Than what, yeah. than what, you, start, than what you started with Yeah Unless they played Unless the Giants play That's only one game buddy <laughs> So yeah. I mean You'll lose that this game And you'll, you'll win another 14 of One game that matters yeah. yeah Cincinnati at New York I'm going Cincinnati By 20 That's a tough one Jesus That's a tough one um, Cincinnati's coming off of a bye week, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, G-Man, just because of that taunting, I- I'll take Cincinnati. That you just did, DJ. Thank you. Thank I'll you. take Cincinnati. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'll go ahead. And, I'll go ahead and take New York. You feel good? Where I, I don't. Okay. I don't. <laughs> so is that more? <laughs> it's more because we're at home. We're right. at home. Um, Last time I seen Cincy, they were tied with the Redskins. Um, didn't, didn't look great. They got three and four. They're not having a great year. No, they're not. We're five and three. Um, it's a game we should win. It is a game you should win. I agree with you. It is. A, you're absolutely right. It's a game you should win. That being said, I still take Cincinnati. But you're right. It is a game you should win. So I, I'll let you have that one. They about to blow y'all out. What makes you think that? I just feel like they're about to blow you out. Marvin Lewis after that tie. Cause they're coming, coming back off from of London, coming back from London, um, and I just feel like AJ Green with Beckham on the opposite side. I just feel like AJ Green is about to just have one of those games where he just where he just goes off. Our cornerbacks are are, are, are pretty good. Yeah, but your cornerbacks were for the most part of the year has been nicked They've up. been injured, yeah, yeah. But they both they both played the whole game last yeah. game. Yeah, like, and you're also talking about a team that. And the Cincinnati Bengals, who I mean, they have they they have some backs now. They got some backs that can they do. The they got done. they got two backs that can that can do work. I just feel like I feel like somewhere in this game that Pac-Man Jones is is going to get a big penalty on those. Backs. <laughs> 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 that's crazy. That's what you're factoring you into your scouting. But I, I will say feel this: like that's going to happen. I will say that's this: what they do. Show me a game that a cornerback got underneath the Odell Beckham skin and they won. In the Giants one? Yeah. Pac-Man yeah, is about to get up underneath two. this only man's been two. skin. Well, yeah. Pac-Man is about to get up underneath See, this man's thing. skin. Pac-Man not normal. No, Pac-Man is good, though. No, but Pac-Man he, is good, but yeah, he's, he's, he's not also normal. a talker. He's going to get up. He's not normal. He's going to talk. The blueprint is out on, on, on the jersey that you're wearing right now. He's going to overreact. Pac-Man is going to do something some, something bad. As long as, he, as long as you can get Odell Beckham to play outside of his game, then he's fine. Now, here's my concern. Here's my concern. We could talk all we want to about about you know just just the, the, all just the, the things that come with Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. And these last few weeks, this man has seemed like he's been out to prove a point. Yeah, when that's he gets that ball say. in his hands. He scored like every week but since like against, five touchdowns against, since that. that against some Marvin Lewis defense that's coming off of a bye week, I don't see it happening. And the Cincinnati Bengals, they do not do a bad job of getting pressure on a quarterback. And Eli has shown that if you put pressure mm-hmm. on him. That he he's not going to get the job done. Mm-hmm. I think the Bengals are about to come into New York and blow y'all out. Okay. So there. 
<laughs> okay. It's my big brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I, I wouldn't even be, I, I feel like that's a coin flip game, to be honest with you, either yeah, way. Because I, 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 I really feel like going into the beginning, I, I feel like the Bengals have, for the past three or four years, they've been really good and really hot. And I, this year, for some reason, it's just not there. I mean, this time last year, we were talking about Andy Dalton as, you know, MVP candidate, mm-hmm. and everything was coming together, and Jeremy Hill, and everything, and it's just, for some reason, something's missing this year. I, I don't I don't know what it is, but it's just missing, and it's showing. They're three and five. Yeah. You know, last year, I think they, you know, they would have 11, 12 wins or something, or something of that sort. We, we I think we all picked them to win a division. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, it, just, and it, it just doesn't, just doesn't, it just hasn't happened. And then the Giants, I'm, I'm actually surprised to see that the Giants are five and three. I've... I can't get a pulse on the on the Giants to be honest with you because mm-hmm. the games that I thought they were going to win they've lost mm-hmm. and vice versa. The Giants are in that middle pack that I think the Giants can lose to anybody and I think they can beat anybody. Matter of fact, I know they can beat anybody mm-hmm. and I know they can lose to anybody. I really don't think that we we played bad this year at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few games that could have went the other way. I thought Eli, you know, really kind of bugged out for a few weeks and I was I was really about to be done with them. And they lost to the Redskins. I didn't think that that was a Mm-hmm. I don't think the Redskins are that good of a team, and, I, and mm-hmm. they beat you. Yeah. You know, I, I, like I said, the Giants. I would put the Giants in that same boat with Detroit and uh, a handful of other teams. That like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what the hell they are. You know, yeah. Minnesota coming down into that category now. I don't know what Minnesota is. I don't know what the Eagles are. I don't know what the Giants are. You know, you know, just just a handful of teams that you have no idea what they are, and there doesn't really seem to be a rhyme or reason of when they decide to win or lose. Yeah. But you know what? We we were talking about Cincinnati and how we all picked them to win a division. I want to say they're like a game out of first place in that division. Yeah, well, we, the Ravens are in first, and they're four and four. Yeah, so I mean, hmm. but they still got a chance to win a division. Absolutely. When you look at the yeah. fact that you're coming off of a bye week, you're yeah. going into the second half of the season where you're one game from being tied for first place in your division, I think that they're going to come out there with a whole new just, – just, I mean, I've said it enough. They, you know, they're going to come in New York and blow. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, this is a bigger game for them than I realize. It is, and 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 not so much for you guys. And, and, and for us too, because we're all tied. I mean, we're all tied with the well. Philly is last, and we'll be tied with the Redskins, but they got that bye. They got that tie. tie. I mean, and Dallas is, you know, out ahead of us. Yeah, we got a tiebreaker on Dallas. So we, as of right if now, they can lose if they lose to Pitt, and we win this game. <laughs> We're one game back of Dallas with the tiebreaker, too. As of right now, though. As of right now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything football-wise you had for Lamont before you got out of here? I know you said you had to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any, A1, any questions? We had a bunch of questions. We just, I probably should have wrote them down. Because while you were home, we were like, oh, we should have asked Lamont. But now we can't even remember any of them. It's all life works. Now. Yeah, it's all life works. You probably have our answers by now. Man. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, well, as always, fellas. Love talking football with y'all, man. Pleasure, pleasure. I hope to see you uh, next week, brother. Indeed, appreciate you all. Give me a prediction, Maryland, Ohio State. <laughs> Can we keep it 50? Um, Maryland, Ohio State? You about to say something stupid. Yeah, I am. I like our chances. You know what? <laughs> you, know what? I li- you know what? No, you know what? <laughs> I do. I like first. our chances. Yeah, I, I know. I like do. our chances against Ohio State. Um, I like our chances of... of um, not, I like our chances of not getting beat by more than twenty-one points. Well, now while that, that like I feel like that's a bold statement. Like you know what I mean. So you know while we sit here and laugh and be like, oh, you're twenty-one. Like you will definitely I, lose by more. Yeah, than that's points. yeah. I, I agree. I, I, I think we definitely lose by more than twenty-one. Also, I don't think we're twenty-one. 
I don't think we are even on the same planet with Ohio State, Michigan, or God forbid we ever ran into any of those SEC schools. Like, I, I don't even think we recruit the same level caliber of players. <coughs> we don't have the same caliber of faci- facilities. Like, just nothing. Nothing about us. And I, I see a mirror image of what happened uh, last game. I, I think it's going to be like a 40, 45. Yeah. Same thing as we run back the same score. They can use the same scoreboard they used last week. They played Michigan last week. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I'm just saying. I just when, when I say that Jim Harbaugh is just – Far more superior of a coach than these other coaches. The other coach, this is Urban Meyer, though. I understand. You got to understand. I understand that this is Urban Meyer. The difference to me with regards to Urban Meyer and Jim Harbaugh, if you give Jim Harbaugh the athletes that Urban Meyer Mm has, that's the team that's going to compete with Alabama. Right. All right, because you're talking about a coach that, from an X and O standpoint, he got one of the best athletes in the country. There's the difference between having one, one, yeah. <laughs> having an entire squad, yeah. you know, and, and 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 he doesn't have that over in Michigan right now. I just think that that this is a game that Ohio State may come into and just say, hey, we're just going to blow these guys out. Look at what Michigan did. We, I think they're gonna they're gonna underestimate us, and and I'm not saying that we're going to win, but I just don't think that we're going to get beat by more than 21 points. But was Ohio State scores more than Michigan. Michigan just turned up the score on you guys. So imagine what a team that they turn a score up anyway <clears throat> going to do to you guys. I think um, they can possibly score more than Michigan. But like you say, they could. Michigan's they they they're probably still more hungry mm-hmm. because that's just you know the hot bar you mm-hmm. know and, and them guys and Earl the and them they know they know they're good mm-hmm. and you know sometimes they they get caught up in in these games. But you guys just don't have enough. Enough. Not even the same. We level. don't, and we don't. But I'm also going to add, and you know, MG. You know, I'm always looking for angle for a team that that I'm cheering for. Um, you got to look at the fact that with all of this Maryland Penn State rivalry, this, that, and the third, the fact that Penn State beat Ohio State, mm-hmm. that you know, you're going to look at that as a, as Maryland. You're going to look at that. Penn State beat Ohio State. Ohio mm-hmm. State is coming to our home. Same situation as it was with with Penn State. You know, let's try to match what Penn State did. So, you know, 21 or less. JT Bird might got some some different to say, but. 21, I, I, even that I feel like is a bold statement. I mean, you can't, as you being the most optimistic person I know, I mean, you can't even jump out there and say win. So, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, t- saying 21 is, you know, next closest thing. So, all right. But thank you for uh, stopping by, Lamont. It was, a, it was a pleasure to have you. And uh, we'll catch you hopefully next week. Next week. And, uh, yeah, next week coming up after your birthday. Indeed. All right, bro. Take Private. it easy. See you soon, uh, DJ. Yeah, what, what are we talking about now? We can, we can. I'm, we have a lot, but just real quick, you know, five minutes or so. Touch on this uh, NBA going in. The, we had our first game of probably one of the biggest games everybody was anticipating uh, on the season was you know the first time Kevin Durant plays against OKC and what was going to happen, and everybody was predicting this monster game from uh, Westbrook mm-hmm. and. KD kind of, you know, gets some trash talk to him, to him early in the game, then just puts on a shooting display afterwards and almost single-handedly knocks them right out the game before the game ever even really started and then, mm-hmm. you know, finds himself talking trash to the to some other former players and whatever the case may be. Um, that was good, good game. But then the very next night, I think it was, you lose to – or the very next game, you lose to a, the Lakers. The Lakers. The next and, night, mm-hmm. These are the kind of things that I don't think were happening last year. I, I might be I mean, obviously I didn't really lost total of seven games or something like that. But um nine, nine, nine games, whatever, nine. yeah. But 
And they lost convincingly to that Lakers team. Yeah. Um, what do you what are you making of that? Um, I, I don't I don't really make nothing, nothing. Of, of of the loss. It was off of back to back. The Lakers are a better team than people gave them credit for. Lakers, you know, won a few games this year. And they're a talented young team coached by the former coach of the Warriors who pretty much know everything, you know, about the Warriors and what they're going to do. And when you got Steph Curry, who goes 0 for 10 from 3, I forgot what Clay went from 3. It wasn't good. I don't think – I feel like so Clay's they, had, like, one good game. Yeah, these guys, they, they not knocking down shots. When they not knocking down shots, then, you know, that's what they, that's what they, they really live, live and die by. Um, and, and and as far as the 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 game against OKC, they it was pretty much just you know Kevin getting tired of hearing, you know, you know all the talk about you know leaving them guys and him and you know Russ going back and forth and. What do you make of Russ with the the shirt? I thought it was I thought it was cute. I mean, it wasn't nothing nothing too serious. But what I did, you know. Think about that game. Just how I was just thinking how unselfish Steph Curry is. You know he's he's out there. You know when Kevin gets going, he's making it a point to give Kevin the ball. Like he's passing up shots, he's passing up opportunities to drive, and pretty much you know most of the team was. But Steph Curry was doing it mostly. He's making sure Kevin gets the ball. We've never seen that from Russell. Not the way it was happening. You but know, we've seen we saw Curry do. We said that last year on the show. That when it was same, Clay, same when Clay, Clay was getting exactly. popping, he was exactly. like, yo, have at it, young fella. Exactly. I think that kid is so unselfish because I feel like if he really wanted to get 10 assists a game, he could. And I, I don't think it would be hard. And I think and he, he said before the season, KD can be the face of the team. I don't care. I don't need to be the face of this team. He don't really care about that stuff. He just goes out there and, and, and plays. And – um. Now, last night might have been different. You know, he didn't hit any threes against the Lakers. And then, you know, he he probably see because I seen it. I seen it in, um, under the under the ESPN, and I tweeted it. I'm just like, they said that Steph Curry hasn't scored thirty yet this year. And I'm like, why did they? Why did the media even, you know, say stuff like that? Like, what difference does that make? Right. He had twenty eight against Houston and didn't right, play the right, fourth right, quarter at right. all. Like, if he really wanted to right. get 30, he can, can do get it any single night he wants. Any too. single night he wants. So he comes out here, he's 13, 13 for 17 from three, which is ridiculous. The score is 46 points. And I wouldn't care if he scored 18, 20 points the next game because yeah. I, I don't really think he care about that much. I, I, I agree, and it's not, a, it's not about that. It's not even necessary. I wouldn't be surprised if he probably has five 30-point games on the whole season right? after and, averaging 30 points. Right, and they just – it's just the media, they, they – they, they create they create these things and you hear so much about them losing they didn't you didn't hear about the jazz beating um beating the spurs at home the clippers just blew them, blew, blew the spurs out, out right and we didn't hear nothing about that at all what, what what i was taking from this overall for the past week it just reiterated what we both said last when the signing happened and what's been going on the idea that kevin durant somehow took the easy road yeah this was the hardest road he possibly could have. This road has very little positives. Mm-hmm. It's filled with nothing but negatives. Mm-hmm. Every, there's an article today where Clay Thompson has to say, it's not Kevin's fault that I'm shooting bad. Right. Every single thing that happens bad in Golden State is Kevin Durant's fault. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson shooting is Kevin Durant's fault. 
<laughs> I mean, they lose the Lakers. Kevin Durant's fault. Uh, they're not rebounding. Kevin Durant's fault. Every single thing that happens is going to be Kevin Durant's fault. And there really is no room for praise because the team won. So if they won a championship, nobody's going to be saying they won a championship because of Kevin Durant. So I feel like he put himself in a position where there's only one outcome that's beneficial to him, right. and that's a title, right. and really several titles. So the idea that, you know, he just took the easy road. No, the easy road? He could have stayed in OKC forever. Mm-hmm. And if they win one championship in 15 years, He's successful. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think I think it was very – I think that it's not fair. And the scrutiny he's about to be on for the next five to six months, and it's going to ramp up the closer we get to the NBA Finals. Yeah. I mean, what if they lose to the Spurs in the second round? Oh, my God. That's all Kevin's fault. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So – and if they win the title, but they win in game seven. Uh, they almost they could have won it last year in Game Seven without Bogut. Da da da. So it's really not Kevin. Uh, you know, Kevin put a spotlight on him, and I think he needs nobody's going to. But he, I, I applaud it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I do. I, I think it's not taken. I think it's out of all the chosen teams he chose that you know it came down to. This was the hardest route. This is the one with the most friction. This is the one that's going to give the most negative feedback. And we've seen how quickly he's almost become the NBA villain after spending his most you know, eight or nine years of his, seven years of his career as the as the as the the son, you know, the, the the league's favorite child. Right, and I think it's I think it's just funny how everybody, you know, has has talked about the role he's taken by joining this team. It's like it seems pretty simple. You got an unselfish guy who want to play with other unselfish people, and that's not. I mean, to knock. I mean, Russell plays the way he plays. Russell was great. Russell was probably better off playing without Kevin. And the rest of the team isn't isn't that bad. He got two two really good big men, and you know the Oklahoma is still a. They, that's the only game they've lost. They still a good team, but you see the the, the shots that KD scored now. I think I forgot what the percentage was of his, the shot, his threes now or his points. The percentage are off of someone's assist, Sixth. opposed to coming down the court and basically okay, you play one on one. Okay, my turn. I'll play one on one, and then when it comes down to the stretch. It's like you guys aren't really running anything. And in the playoffs, it's going to be hard to, to win a championship that way. And in the meantime, while you over there winning scoring titles and you and Russ arguing about who's going to get the ball at the end, you got LeBron's going to be racking up on rings. <laughs> right. You're supposed to sit there and watch MVPs, LeBron keep racking wings, up on rings. Finals MVPs. Yeah. Or you want to keep watching Steph Curry and – and the Warriors rack up on rings, and LeBron rack up both on of rings. Them. Both of them yeah. are going to wrap up. Kevin, if he was just going to watch them rack up on rings and MVPs. Yeah. That's where they're both going to be squitting. And everybody's big thing is because he joined the team that beat them. They was up 3-1 against that team. And while they're saying, well, you know, maybe next year, you know, you can you can beat them. Because he's probably like, man, we gave we gave it all we got. Yeah. We were lucky to be 3-1. Right. and one. Right. We right. might not get nowhere near that next that's, year. That, see, that's we talked about that last year, and I think – that while the rest of the world is saying you're one game and winning, I, I think he was probably thinking all the stars aligned perfect for us, and it still didn't happen. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like we played our perfect battle. Russ was passing. We were mm-hmm. doing – Steven Adams was doing it. We were doing everything right, right. and we still lost. You know right. what I mean? Like, I, I think that's how he looked at it. And just when, when the rest of the world thinks you're this close, I think you realize that you're so far away. You know, like you've never been further away. You know, like, man, I, I couldn't have – everything, I gave him my best shot. And I just I look at Golden State so much differently than everybody else. It's like 
the call to call them a super team is just crazy to me because which to call the Warriors a super team. For me, they're just a team full of overachievers. Steph, nobody knew Clay was going to be as good as he is. He's not even playing good right now. No, he's not. Nobody knew Steph was going to be nowhere near as good as he is. They they didn't know what position position he was going to play. They didn't know he would be the guy he is. Draymond Green is lucky to even be in the league. He would have got drafted by another team. Draymond Green probably be out of the league. They got a team full of guys who really individually weren't that good. They're overachievers. And they're just uns- – the, the reason they win is because they got the best roster. They win because of how they play. Everybody's unselfish. They don't care who gets what. They move without the ball, and they move the ball, and they play defense. So that's they win because of that. They don't win because the Clippers got better roster than them. Last year, the Thunder had a better roster than them. Obviously, Cleveland definitely. Cleveland over there full of two number one picks, right. a number two pick mm-hmm. in, in Tristan. Um, they brought in Kevin Love's a, like a, a power forward at average. Like Kyrie's two. one, LeBron's one, Tristan's two, mm-hmm. Kevin's four. I mean, like those are their draft. Like they're all. Yeah, like I felt like LeBron went there as an upgrade from Miami. He took younger guys. He took another top guy in the league. Kyrie's amazing. And he brought in, you know, gave away Boss, not probably not realizing the defense that, you know, Boss does that that um, he don't get from Kevin Love. But he's bringing in a guy who was averaging 26 and like 14. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and along with Tristan Thompson and they end up getting J.R. Smith, they really have, you know, they got guys on their bench, you know, who come in and, 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 and produce. And then you go and get Shumpert and J.R. Yeah. They really, they still Stack shooters. Have, have a better team, mm-hmm. but and, and they and they play the right way too. I mean, they 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 play well, and that's why they won the championship. But I have I do not feel like Golden State is a, a super team at all. I just think they're just a whole bunch of unselfish guys who just play the right way. I I never thought about that way, but when you, the way you said it at at first, I was like that statement sounds crazy. But with the exception of KD. You, I mean, you, you, I mean, Kate, like you said, Steph Curry is not supposed to be this. Clay Thompson is not supposed to be this. I agree with you, Draymond. <laughs> just the guy who's there. Bunch of overachievers. And they're bent right now. They're bent sucks. Nobody yeah. wanted Sean Livingston. No. Like. Eager dollars a cast off. Yeah. All them other guys were just guys nobody really wanted. You know, Boga was always hurt. And, you know, they he's played defense and passed the ball. But there's, nah, he's I agree. not there now, but. I agree. There's nothing super really about the team. They just got a lot of shooters. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, quick, both of y'all boxing. Pacquiao fight over the weekend and didn't even know anything about it. Um, boxing is struggling, bro. Like fan wise, you didn't know about it. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm just talking about the promotion of it all all the way around. I've, yeah. I, I mean, I work at a place where we where we show fights, and I mean, normally I hear people coming. Non-stop. Are you guys showing the fight this weekend? Are you showing the fight this weekend? Mm-hmm. I need one single person ask me if we were showing the fight this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. just 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 didn't. And um, you know, when I went when I went to ESPN that night, the look it wasn't even on the front page of the of the ESPN page. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the boxing page. You know what was on the front page? Mm-hmm. Floyd showed up for the fight. That was on the front <laughs> page, but didn't even give you the result of the fight. Yeah. The the only thing from the fight is that they said Floyd Mayweather ringside. Right. At the fight, like so, it was like the biggest thing in boxing is the hint 
that a 41-year-old guy might come back. Yeah. And, you know, what you what I mean, what did you think of of the fight? I thought it was a good fight. Um Pacquiao but, show you enough to make you Pacquiao's Pacquiao. I mean, early, early on, early on um the other guy was he did, he he made Pacquiao work. Um he 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 landed he landed some punches. He used his he's taller. How like, old is he? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Pacquiao's like five, ten, thirty seven. Yeah, so a good ten years. Ten years. Um, but Pacquiao just going to keep going to keep attacking. Once the rounds got a little late, um, Pacquiao. I thought Pacquiao just kind of took over later in the fight, just doing what he do, just punching from different angles and always being active. And what would you say your level of interest in a Floyd Pacquiao two would be? Um, I'm a boxing fan, so I don't watch Pacquiao fight A1, you know? Right. <laughs> but, I mean, but, would you say it's like, man, I really hope that happens? Or are you like, I mean, again, it's, I mean, or is it, it's like, yo, if it happens, I'll watch it, but if it doesn't, I'll be fine? I would I would rather, I would, I would definitely watch it, but I would rather see younger guys. I would rather see either Pacquiao fight a younger guy or, or, or see Floyd fight one of them younger guys just because that last fight, Pacquiao, and, and I guess a lot – has to do with this what Floyd does to um to boxers. He takes them out of the game, but I'm like it's hard to take Pacquiao because Pacquiao's so aggressive. He's fought every different kind of fighter, but he just wasn't throwing the punches against Floyd. And he says because you know his, his shoulder, shoulder, you know which could be true or not true. I know that wasn't the Pacquiao that you see in any other fight in that Floyd fight, and that could be the reason, or maybe because Floyd defense was so great. But, but I mean, what 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 do you put into like? You know, both of them fighting north of 40. Sort of like that Roy Jones-Bernard Hopkins fight that was just way too late. Way too late. I, I still thought that was a good fight. Because um, at that time, Bernard was still really good. You know, Bernard's still fighting. He got one more. both still he fighting. got one more. Right. Now, that they, right. they are likely to fight A1. <laughs> like, both, of, <laughs> both of them probably would fight A1 if you put it on the bill. I was I was very interested in that fight. And especially, you know, because going into the fight, Bernard, you know, <laughs> Bernard told you, he said, man, Roy Jones won his fights off athleticism. He don't have boxing, the regular just boxing skill that I have. And he went out there and, and basically did exactly what he said he was going to do and improved it. He said he's not athletic like he used to be. Mm-hmm. So without having, you know, boxing skills, he's not going to be able to beat me. He's no way. But this fight, I would be interested in saying it, but I think there's, there's other fights out there that Floyd – could potentially have have a problem with with these fighters, or or maybe even lose. I think it's that time they, for, that they won't do it. If boxing is going to move on, it's kind of like you know when you've been dating that one girl forever, and mm-hmm. it's like if you're going to move on, you gotta let her go. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you can't just keep dating her one time and mm-hmm. being like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Like if if boxing, the number one story can't be that Floyd showed up at the fight. Like, it, mm. you, you got to let it go. You, you know what I mean? And it's like, we went through that in the heavyweight division. We were holding on to Mike Tyson for like 10 years yeah. past his prime. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, we would literally watch Mike fight anybody before mm. we watched the rest of these heavyweights fight. And it's mm. like, until you accepted that Mike was gone, it's, you know, it, and we probably still haven't even accepted that Mike is gone. But if, if boxing wants to get on to that next one, whoever their next star is, and, and build them up, they're going to have to let Floyd go. And probably right in that same boat that they let Floyd go, you're probably going to have to let Pacquiao go. And whoever these – I thought – I really thought that it was going to be 
we were going somewhere with the the two heavyweights, um, the one who Fury and and Klitschko. No, Klitschko, Fury and Wilder. And then the other German, uh, the England guy, the huge but cut them, up black dude. Them guys are still, them guys are still undefeated out there, right? And so we need to get these guys together and get out there and get on, on, on some fights going it's just on. Been rough for the heavyweights, you know. They just not as exciting as you know, as, as they used to be. It's 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 plenty of great fighters out there. No, but, but we got to get the, these big. The same way we're talking about the NFL, and we got to get. What are you doing? Yeah? He keeps stepping on the core. I guess he's trying. The um. The same way we're talking about in football, we got to get these right people with the right – boxing's got to get the right guys and the right mm-hmm. rings on the right nights on the right, you know, fight cards. Well, you can't force – if Floyd if Floyd wants to come back and fight, just to, you know, to prove something for itself, he got to – they can't stop him from doing that. I mean, they're still scheduling fights. It's just if you're not a boxing fan, you're not tuned in tuned into these fights, but there's – it's yeah. a great fight in two weeks with Andre Ward and Sergio Kovalev. One thing, and I'm not a fan of neither one of them. I don't think anybody at this table is a fan of, and there's been Lamont's thing is the UFC. Not a fan of UFC, but what they do, they build names and they give them to you. And, and they yeah. fight each other. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? And, you know, here's this guy, boom, boom, boom. And whoever, you know, the top guy is going to fight yeah. the next top guy. Yeah. And, you know, they fight, seems like, every other week. Well, you have a dictator in that sport yeah. where he controls everything mm-hmm. in boxing. You don't you, you don't got that. You nope. got guys who wanna who who worried about their money. Got their own agendas. Yeah, they not worried about. Okay, you you say you the best, then let's see. Right, and see that's the difference. The UFC is if you're the best, I'm the best. We're yeah. gonna fight next next fight. Right. Boxing is like man, let me fight like four more times before I fight because if right. I lose to MG, right. that's the end of the money. You know what I mean? Right. Like let me get and, three more in there, build up this purse real right. quick. And Floyd might have been. Might have been the start of that, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, he fought a lot of people. He he's fought some good guys, but there's been guys who's been coming gone, you know, who who he could have fought, you know. At I mean, he fought Pacquiao way later than than, than he should have. You know, there's other undefeated guys in that weight class out there that nobody's nobody's. He's not rushing to go out there and, and fight Keith Thurman. But or, I, the or, thing is, I think that Pacquiao Floyd payday that he set up. Mm-hmm. Just prove that it worked, though. You know what I mean? When everybody was saying you should fight Pacquiao, hey man, nah, just build it, mm-hmm. build it, build it, and right off into the sunset with half a billion dollars. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Whereas though Floyd could have fought Pacquiao five years ago, lost, and his career would have ended five hundred million dollars less. You, yeah. you, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Where Absolutely. because the 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 whole Floyd mystique. Is the undefeated once he's undefeated, once he takes that one loss, yeah. ain't nobody tuning in to watch him yeah. you know, make people miss. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like he proved it and it worked, and he more than laughed all the way to the bank. And, yeah, and I absolutely. think these rest of these boxers are are trying to take a page out of that. You know, in a sport where one loss just ruins your career. I think a great example of that is uh, Roy Jones Jr. He fought for a long time where his only loss was that disqualification. Right. So everybody considered him undefeated. And then right. when he lost to um what's the boy's name? Um Johnson or Tarver. Tarver. It's like kinda of like the mystique just went downhill and after that it's like people weren't really checking for him no more. Yeah, because he kept getting knocked out after that. <laughs> right. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't to say it wasn't to say Roy at all. And and but what with with Floyd it's like he I lost my whole train of thought. I was going to say about Floyd. <laughs> about time to go anyway, brother. I had, I had something good to say too. So good you forgot it. Yeah, man. So 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 good I forgot it. 
All right, we'll hold it and we'll pick it up next week, bro. All right, man. All right, man. <laughs> There's a lot of good boxes out there, man. It ain't just. I, I, it ain't I, just I, Florida. I, I, I don't Mayweather, doubt it for. And, I don't doubt it for a second. And and it's just, it's a shame. I mean, guys are just being being all about their money now. You know, boxing. It's not about fighting. It's not about fighting the best. Sugar Ray Leonard had to fight the best guys that was out there. Boxing, for for lack of a better term, boxing is on the ropes, bro. It really is, and and somebody needs to come in here and save it. I'm not, and now you're going to come in as a purist and say, I'm not debating whether there's good fighters or not. I'm just talking about the interest and where the level of, you know, the marketing and all of that. Boxing is on the ropes, and somebody needs to, you know, figure it out. I don't know if it's Aram. I don't know if it's the promoters. I, don't I mean, know what can you do? They, they, they try to bring it back to regular TV. Yeah, that didn't work. And... I don't know where's Broner at. I don't. I don't know. That was that was what I was gonna. I, I was gonna say when you say somebody gotta, you know, try to market itself and follow the Floyd train. And, and he's Broner, trying. Broner, Broner tried. I mean, because even when you hate somebody, you you gonna watch him watch. just to see mm-hmm. him lose. And a lot of a lot of people try to see Floyd lose because he he's so arrogant. He talks so mm-hmm. much, and you know he's better than Ali right. and all this other stuff. And Broner, Broner tried that. Broner has built up a nice little hate club. hate club. But, but he's not winning. He's not. He when you go out there and lose, you know, two fights, it's like, uh, well, you can be beat. <laughs> right. It's, like, it's, it's, it's nothing. And he still, and still to this day, though, he still talks with the same confidence. And you still want to see him fight because all in all, he's he's a talented fighter. Mm-hmm. It's just he's not Floyd. No, he's not. And it's hard to you know act like Floyd and not be Floyd. But if you like boxing at all, you really should 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 keep up. Because there's fighters out there. Canelo's amazing. Triple G's amazing. Triple G's the one. That's the name. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard him for a while. Yeah, and this fight that's coming up in two weeks between Kovalev and Andre Ward, two under, two undefeated fighters who are great Triple G fighters. and Ward? No, Kovalev oh. and Ward. Oh, okay. I got you. Ward, Ward moved up. Ward, Ward might have never lost a fight in his whole life. He's a gold, he's a gold medal winner. He's from Oakland. Okay. He's a great fighter. And Kovalev is a great fight, and that's going to be a good one. Okay. The problem is those guys don't have that charismatic personality. I feel like Ward does. I mean, he's kind of chill. But Ward was in the movie. But Kovalev, you know, he's he's they're fun to watch though. Or boxing purists, yeah. Like a <laughs> typical average fan, it's like yeah, they're great, but people come the the masses come for the personalities, like the wrestling kind of. Yeah. It's like watching the Spurs play the Jazz. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like a, yeah, the Spurs are great, but I don't want to see pick and rolls with Tim Duncan <laughs> and Manu Ginobili for. 48 minutes Floyd right. fights are pretty boring Yeah no, Floyd's let, fights are let you hit him. Floyd's fights are 100% About somebody Beating him That is it His Everybody who Pops down that $100 Is paying for one thing And one thing only And that's to see him Like That's it It's can somebody beat him And at the end of the day All 40 something times The answer was no You know And the, the second Somebody had knocked Floyd I mean had beat Floyd that would have been every like it was. It was one hundred percent people. It's like the Yankees. People tune in to see them lose. And if you want to see Tyson or somebody get their head knocked off, yeah. Watch Triple G. Watch Canelo. Watch Deontay Wilder. Like they knocking everybody out in front of them. Yeah, but then they got to get that Don King sales package, man. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. You know, <laughs> even Kovalev's knocking everybody out. But you know, he's now he's about to fight it. You know, Andre Ward, who's a great fighter, is probably not going to get the knockout. What happened to Wilder? I don't, I don't know when he's fighting. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, he's still been knocking guys out the last time I saw him. 
All right, well, that was this week's show. Uh, thank you to Lamont Jordan for stopping by. Thank you for everybody who tuned into the show. Um, got a lot of good football topics off. What you got, Abel? Get out and vote if you haven't done so already. Yeah, I think those polls close at 8. Maybe somebody's listening on the West Coast. Go make a difference, though. Go make a difference, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the whole show, the video is up on the Players Voice Facebook page as well as Demar Johnson's Facebook page. And you can listen to the audio on iTunes and on the Players Voice website and the TuneIn app. You know, since we since we've added the Facebook Live thing to our show, I'd be forgetting that we're actually still like doing audio on like, yeah. <laughs> on, like there's more people li- there's more people listening to that than listen to the show right. on Facebook Live. Right. You know, since a lot of people go back in and uh, listen to it throughout the week. We're looking at ourselves on the screen and looking at yeah. questions from other people. We're thinking about the actual purpose that's right a different day man they want, they want to see these pretty yes yeah. that's right that's right all right everybody we'll see you guys next week have a good one